0: Have you uh, seen this, the Dana White slap fighting championship? Yeah, it's crazy. Is it not addicting? It is. Do these guys have to stand though. there and take it? Do you remember when you were younger and you would do the flinch thing where guys would you you either land a punch in the gut or on the jaw and you'd have to you know they you'd hit them and then it was your turn. Oh yeah, or, so or hard two not for to, flinching. You know yeah, that? Remember that game? It's so hard not to flinch. Oh, can you imagine standing there
1: knowing you're about to get slapped in the face like as hard as someone can slap you? i don't and, think i could do it
0: no these guys got to be tough dude. and they do it with their eyes open it'd be one thing if you closed your eyes but then you get knocked out because yeah but do that with your eyes closed and that anticipation and that wonder and that mystery and like not knowing how to like breathe and not knowing how to prepare for it and accept it oh yeah like when, your box, up your when neck. you're boxing your, your eyes are open right you see the punch coming so you can either deflect it or or wear it in a different way and then like you know counter or whatever
1: but it's against the rules to move in that thing so that's what's but that's
0: what i'm saying though but at least can you like do something with your jaw and your cheekbone oh, you can tight you can you, tighten up you bite down and tighten you got to tighten your neck
1: right because you get knocked out by your head like shimmying your brain right shift, shift. yeah
0: but i mean the knockout point is like somewhere in the jaw right there right on the right on the button right no not on the button down here it's like right to either side of the button oh really yeah there's a little spot in your jaw well bone they're
1: getting get, knocked out on that show every time yeah, Well, that's where they're getting hit is right down <laughs> here so on that crazy. jawbone right you seen the, the video going around with the girl dude? her whole face is just swollen. oh dude, it's literally Girls sticking are doing out it too, yeah, yeah, and her face is sticking out like two inches, and she just has to get slapped again. That's the other thing, remember when you were a kid like if you, like, you punched your brother, like, the same time in the same spot over and over, it, dude, it just hurt worse and worse and worse and worse. So you're getting slapped in the same spot over and over and over. It's just going to hurt worse and worse and worse as
0: the—because I've seen them, do they get slapped five, six times, you well, know? how do they do that? Like, if the guy's right-handed, you're going to get slapped in your left cheek, right? Yeah. If he's left-handed, you're going to obviously opposite. hmm so i guess it doesn't matter i mean you got to be geared right? up. but it's side. never going to change right you know like if you're i wonder if there's any ambidextrous slappers in the league
1: and i wonder if you'd want to switch
0: well your hand's gonna hurt
1: i was gonna say yeah your hand would and wrist would probably start to hurt you'd be you'd be a dominant if you could how many rounds do they go do you know i don't
0: know we gotta i think they out. go till you drop really because there's no way to score it right no, I don't think they go off the, the loudest slap or the hardest slap. <laughs> yeah, biggest These guys mark. are going down like a ton of
1: bricks, dude. Oh, my God. But then they are allowed to get back up. and yeah.
0: they, have a ref, they have referees. Yeah. I've seen guest ref, referees in there like Forrest Griffin, Tim Sylvia, he's an ex-UFC heavyweight champion. He he beat Arlovski at one time. What was Arlovski's nickname? The Pitbull. The Pitbull. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, remember he'd wear those fangs? Oh, yeah. But they were Dracula fangs. He needs some Pitbull fangs
1: yeah he i think you can only get what you can get though uh
0: anyway i've been seeing that and i'm like
1: it's it's a lot of uh there's a lot of controversy around it um i wish i knew the rules to it i'm sure sure we could find them out pretty easily there might not be a whole lot of rules but i know that if they get knocked out you know they've got certain you know they got a certain amount of time to get up and stuff like that um there's a video of Dana describing it but I don't want to uh, I don't wanna play that.
0: No, I just if Dana White makes this go like he did with the Fertitas at UFC, they bought that thing for like a million dollars and sold it for over four billion. Oh yeah. Genius. He's a great promoter. He's a great businessman. Can then you- he did the Mayweather McGregor deal. He's always talking. Smack, they're going to like De La Hoya and other promoters. He'll he'll put a fight together with Logan Paul or Jake Paul. He'll put a fight together if it's worth the money. Like even Elon oh, yeah. Musk and Zuckerberg. Oh yeah.
1: Have you, did you see Elon tweeted that Zuck's a cuck on his Twitter when they were talking about <laughs> that fight? <laughs> he talks so. He I wonder could. if they like each other behind the scenes. I mean, they're you know you know Zuck just started like a a new kind of Twitter. Or a knockoff of Twitter called Threads or something like that. So I'm sure they're, they're competition, but they, in the higher, you know, they're at dinners, rubbing elbows and stuff. I'm you sure. think so? Yeah, I would think they're two of the most powerful, rich men, and richest men in the world. They got to, you know, they got to have some kind of. I think Elon's the richest man in the world. He is. I think so too.
0: I think that he is. So uh, you, I heard you talking to the guys out in the office that you might feel like slapping somebody. Oh my god,
1: dude! So. I don't know if we were intending to talk about this, but we went to that concert on Saturday. So I drive home. We can
0: talk about that. We'll talk about that after you say what happened after the concert.
1: Yeah. So we get home Sunday morning and uh, Jillian's not home. So I just text her real quick. I was like, you know, what are are you doing? And uh, she says, you don't want to know. And she sends me a text message of this uh, uh, picture of a, a guy Laying, laying under JP's truck. And I said, What's that? She said, They cut the fuel lines to his truck to steal the gas at 9 30 this morning. So I'm like, No way. I said, All right. I said, Well, I'll go, I'll come look at it and I'll get us, you know, some kind of a splice, you know, to get the fuel line back together so we can get it to the mechanic so you don't have to pay for it to get towed. So I drive down there and I, I just kind of look under the truck and, and I don't see a fuel line. And then I see a hole in the gas tank right dude laid down underneath his truck so then we end up watching all the surveillance footage before i get ahead of myself but long story short the dude drilled a hole in the bottom of his pickup's gas tank and stole the gas out of it so it's not it didn't have a locking cap on it or anything else so the dude could have siphoned it and just stole the gas but instead his method is he 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 takes so we watch the surveillance footage he takes a gas can in a drill he goes underneath the truck he drills a hole in the gas tank puts his gas can under it and then he walks away so to the unsuspecting eye you know how often would you look underneath a, a truck and see a gas can never right so it's it's busy draining into his gas can then he walks back over a couple minutes later and he takes the one gas can out and puts another one under it then he walks over, pours your gas into his truck, and he does that till his truck's full or your gas runs out. In this case, his truck filled up before JP's was out, so then all the rest of that gas just poured out of his truck onto the ground. Where's this at? At the restaurant at nine thirty in the morning, broad daylight. And it happened that on the weekend, Sunday, Sunday morning, nine thirty. So this dude's driving. Why up. was he there? Who JP? He They're wasn't open on Sunday, right? He was in his other truck because he's getting ready to do hot august nights and so he chose trailers and stuff with a uh, f-350 his little ford was at the restaurant because he swapped cars so he wasn't there he but he got there at like he said he was probably 10 minutes behind the dude so he
0: was on his way there uh what would so, he have done to him you think i mean what can you do you're gonna be the one that gets in trouble which that's, that that's the problem that guy can that guy can destruct your property steal your fuel that you worked hard to get ruin your truck put you in danger kind of yeah. i mean what, what if? well you go out there and something sparks and it lights up on fire right i mean is there a chance of that maybe 100 i don't know gas is so flammable There's gas everywhere he's um, using
1: an electric drill to drill into a fuel tank and he, if, if you asked a mechanic about that they would tell you he's freaking crazy yeah you, if you ever hammer on a drill you see it sparks up in the back of it oh, when yeah. the motor clicks and stuff as soon as you get gas fumes man that's what
0: That's all you need. You guys have any idea what the charges were? Uh, Hopefully he's got like 10 charges because he put JP in in danger. That's that's got to be an attempted bodily harm. Some kind of charge. Well, so
1: my my dad was saying it's a it's got to be a felony burglary to start with because he went to a to a business, to a place with the intent to steal. And what he stole was the fuel and he destructed the property to get it it's got to be a it's got to be a burglary so i I don't know i mean
0: destruction of property yeah is it on public property or private private so trespassing yep destruction of property yep theft Theft. that's not considered grand theft auto i don't think because you're not stealing the vehicle No. yeah but it's like grand larceny
1: because it's well you figure what how much is fuel now four bucks call it call it four bucks a gallon so it
0: depends on the amount i'm of sure his,
1: i'm sure his tank was full you would argue that his, his tank's usually full so but then the gas tank alone just the replacement of the gas tanks 250 bucks and then you got labor so you got five
0: hundred dollars there yeah so it's you got seven hundred seven hundred
1: fifty 750 bucks in damages and yeah.
0: theft i mean plus you got the cleanup of the parking lot Yeah, you got the up. environmental yep. environmental and all that has to come out mm-hmm. and clean it up Yep. So he then you got all your time, oh, yeah. the, the insurance that goes into it. Oh, dude, he was there. I hope he gets charged and
1: busted with everything. So he he was driving a truck with no license plates. The back of it was full of stuff that you know was stolen. Uh, you know I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he doesn't have insurance. <laughs> so are you making an assumption? Yeah, I'm making a little bit of an assumption. But it, you know what sucks is at the end of the day, I I really don't think. He probably never would have gotten caught. We we did a thing on social media and we you know, the the restaurants got thirty five hundred uh, you know, followers or whatever, which isn't a lot, but in, you know, for being a regional business here, that is a lot, you know, thirty five hundred people in our community. And uh we put it out there and, and said, Hey, you know, share this around, put pictures so it's a very recognizable truck, old Chevy that's like hand painted red and white, and uh we got a call this morning. We asked everyone just to call the police, but we got an actual call this morning, this afternoon. And a lady said, Hey, I was driving to work this morning. That truck's over, uh, on Sutro. I, I told the police, I don't know if they did anything, but I wanted to let you guys know that I did see it and it's over there. So I was coming out here anyway. And I said, well, I'm going to drive over there. I drove over there and sure enough, still sitting there, trucks broke down. So I called the cops and, they came and got him. I, I I don't know if we'll ever hear what he get,
0: I I know he went to jail. So he got arrested. He got arrested for sure. So uh, it's the same guy. You can tell from the video.
1: I mean, it would be, I, I guess. Where unless, exactly was the truck? Off of Sutro? Right on Sutro by the old Hug High football field. And when I drove by the first time, the dude dropped a set of bolt cutters out of the back of it. The, the whole thing is he's not it, what this isn't a one time thing where a guy was down on no, his as luck. Soon as he gets
0: he, it's, he's going to do it again.
1: He and he's been doing he it was this probably whole time. Looking for somebody to do it to this morning. That's what I said. The exact because it's a construction site because they're they're
0: redoing bolt cutters. Bolt cutters he's looking for a chain to cut or a lock. Yeah,
1: it, and and looking to go get another tank full of free gas this time from Granite or whoever's doing the work at, at the Sutro. You know, Hug I thing.
0: Well, that that was today. Yeah, this morning. That'd be kind of hard to do on a weekday, unless it was real early.
1: Well, she's she saw him at seven o'clock. He was over there.
0: That's usually when the job sites start. Probably. I was going to say, I mean,
1: or so he, maybe he already did. Maybe I wonder he, if he stole diesel on accident, and that's why his trucks broke down.
0: Got stole some, diesel got out of a, a granite rig and got some put some it in a gas truck. Yeah, dude, I can It's unreal. Like that guy should not be allowed in public. No, he's just he's taking advantage of good working people.
1: And that's what and, and the thing that just irks me is that it's like you you spent how many hours I would never think and would never know to drill the hole in the bottom of a gas tank to steal the oh hole. that's only because he's done it right, but so he figured that out, he somehow got a drill, he somehow got a couple of gas cans. How come you somehow can't get a job, yeah, and just buy your own if you're fuel? pretty handy with a drill, right, you drill a hole, you know you you know some mechanic stuff, how do you know that? He literally looked at that JP's truck and knew that the fuel tank was right there exposed where he could easily get to it. So he, he's got he's got some skill sets. Go get a friggin' job, dude. Yeah, go get a job. And you know what? And here's the thing, and, and we said this and you know, JP can afford to fix that. What if you do that to a single mom who can't afford a thousand dollar gas tank? So now you ruined her car and she can't get to work anymore. She can't take her kids to school. She can't get it fixed. She ain't got no money. You know, that's that don't care. They don't they and they don't care. And they but don't that's care. wrong, dude. Like you think about how many people in the world don't have an extra $1000 because somebody wanted to steal the fuel out of your truck. I mean, that's that's just how many people don't have 50 bucks to put the fuel back in your truck. I mean, it's one thing to siphon the gas out of somebody's car. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that's cool. I think it's terrible. But at least that you know you throw a couple bucks in your gas tank it's an inconvenience it sets you back 40 50 bucks but you ruin a a, a car's gas tank to steal the fuel out of
0: it and cost somebody a thousand bucks That's 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 bs do you know of this new thing and i don't know how much it happens out here but it's happening in georgia i was just down there where it's like a social media blitz of stealing a car. It's almost like carjacking, but there's like not a lot of violence in it. Like they'll, they'll like go up and like, for example, putting air in your tires at a compressor. So the person's there. They're like right there. The car's probably still running or the key's in it. These guys kind of like drive up. One guy jumps out, slides into the driver's seat, starts it up, or just puts it in and takes off while the person's doing their thing. Like, you know, you've done that where you just like park right in front of a convenience store and you just run in for a second. 100%. But these guys are like doing it. It's like a joyriding deal that they get the adrenaline rush off of stealing it. Like when the person's right there watching them. Sure. I actually just saw a video. Have you seen any of that? I just saw a video. So this came from
1: this dude was on a motorcycle and he had a GoPro going on his helmet. You know, he was like a like a uh, street bike rider. And just like you said, this dude pulls up to the air station at the gas station and this guy's on his motorcycle and he's like waiting for his buddies and his cameras going. Well, the dude gets out and just like you said, he's starting to fill up his tire. Then a guy jumps in the driver's seat of his car and takes off and steals it. So the motorcycle dude starts following him and he's obviously got like, you know, like a Bluetooth headset on or something. So he calls the cops and he's like, hey, I was just at this gas station on such and such a street. This guy just stole his car and I'm following him. And so they're they're trying to relay a cop to get out there. Well, the dude pulls the car around the corner, right? And the motorcycle guy stops. The guy gets out of the car and starts shooting at the guy on the motorcycle. And so he takes off. He he obviously knew he was being followed. Gets out of the car and starts shooting at him. I, it was not here, but it was somewhere. Where did you see it? I saw it on YouTube or something like oh, that. Oh, were you scrolling again? Yeah, I'm scrolling, yeah.
0: You're still doing that? Of course, everyone is. No, they're not. I, I can't be the one to quit. I got to do it for work. <laughs> What is your work now? Is there anything to talk about there?
1: No. You can't talk about anything there? No. NDA'd out of my mind right now.
0: Are you? No.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could. I'm selling the company. You are? I don't have a lot of detail, so I don't... Does it make you sad? To to. No, not at all. I was my... you know, my goal of it the whole time was to sell it. But don't you want to, like, build it up big time and sell it? That was the... You know, that was the initial thought. But I think in in business... After a while, you kind of realize like where, where it can be and where it's gonna be, and and it was never gonna. We were never gonna be. I, I, it's going forward without me, so I'm not gonna say it could never be. He like, won't hire uh, you. I'm sure he would, but you're not interested. No.
0: So is JP happy? Yeah, I think so. Is there money made? Yeah, you guys made some cash, dude. Our sales are gonna are up thirty
1: percent right now, so it's going to go out bad time he should have bought it last year i know right (laughs) uh hey guy yeah i just like i said hey jp hates when i say it but you know if you make a if you make a buck a you make a buck a pint you gotta sell a lot of ice cream to pay me the money that i would like to make and that's a hard road to cross you know what i mean so
0: what where what are you gonna do now do you have any idea
1: no i got a couple offers and stuff but
0: I rode with a guy that knows you the other night. Rode what? I, I rode in one of Brad's new taxis. Is oh. it called Ride Reno? Yeah, yeah. Reno, Reno Ride. Ride? Yeah. And I this, know all those guys. This, it's pretty guy, much all this the guy's, guy's known you, he's been here, he's from he's from uh Bangkok maybe? Bangladesh. Or? No. Oh, Thailand? You rode with Sammy? Yeah, Sammy. Oh yeah, Sammy's the best. Yeah. Oh, man. I, we talked the whole. I got home late. Like I landed late. You took him from the airport to your house. Yeah. Oh my God. God. Brad's proud of his shit. And I'm like, Hey, Brad Bell, if you're listening, I ain't doing it anymore. I mean, come on. It's expensive, no matter 80 what. Eighty bucks. How much is it if you go a different way? I ain't gonna say because I don't want to show Brad up. But it's it's significantly less. less. Yeah.
1: I think that. Well. Yeah. We could. We could.
0: I know a lot about that industry. And I know. A Are lot you going back into it? it? No. Have you talked to him at all about yeah. it? Yeah really yeah did he offer you some? yeah are you going no why
1: i don't want to that's
0: a tough world man am i sensing that you want to come back to work here yeah we're gonna talk after this you want to you want to negotiate online no you're uh you're not wanting to come back to work here i don't know what you I'm can gonna be do. transparent and honest with me i don't give a shit i i have some thoughts in my head i you i don't want to work in the hunting industry
1: anymore it's not that i don't want to do that but i i kind of want to try and do my own thing, like legit, like 100% my own thing. No, you know, no partners, no. Nothing like that. In in a lot of ways, I think that's the that's the hard road. And maybe I will grow out of that shortly. I don't know, but that's just what I've been thinking about.
0: Do, is there any like hints you can give me of what your own thing is? It's not catering. I, no, no, no. It's not restaurant. I wanna, it's not
1: donuts. I'll tell you. I I want. No, it's not donuts. I don't know, man. Jay Kenny's got some Making biscuits. Got killing some it. nice stuff, dude. I just don't know. I don't want to. How get about
0: up. you have a nickname, Biscuit, growing up
1: and start a donut shop? Don't you think he ought to make a donut that's like biscuit? Like, well, he gotta make a homage should have, should have to his well, name.
0: He's got such a great breakfast crowd in there that if you just did biscuits and gravy, you'd sell out every oh, day. Oh,
1: dude! Remember if that you did shop a homemade that was gravy? close to his? That that's all they sold. That was that gas station that turned into that brewery that Tom knows the guys
0: where's this at which one right could, by
1: right by his uh well he's south got several oh, he so. sold them all except for one
0: oh jaded yeah who bought them
1: some local family oh really yeah he still has the south virginia one the deep one
0: so he doesn't own this one out by me anymore Mm-mm. oh i didn't know that so i'm gonna quit going there yeah he or should I keep supporting them are they good people he said they were a good local family. Just so everybody knows, I don't eat donuts. I was going to say, when's the last time you had a donut? I, but my daughter, actually, my daughter thinks that they're the best donuts in Reno.
1: I ate them every day at the rodeo. Because you know,
0: she won't eat a Dunkin' Donut. She says they're terrible. I've never had one. I don't think I've ever had one either. But dude, his are called Doughboy Doughboy Donuts. Yeah, she flips out over them. They're good. I had one every day of the rodeo. I've never heard anybody say that they're bad. No, they're they're not. Hey everybody, it's Chad Belling with the Foul Eye Podcast. I'm so excited to announce the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes. From August 1st through October 31st, 2023, go to shoot-on.com. Again, that is shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness for your chance to be entered to win over $15,000 in prizes, including a collection of Benelli Super Black Eagle 3s and and 3.5-inch. 12 gauge, 3 inch 20 gauge, and the new 28 gauge all decked out in the new Real Tree Max 7 camouflage pattern. Also included is a $4,000 online shopping spree from our friends at Banded, Greenhead Gear, and Avery Outdoors, plus three cases of ammo for each of the SBE 3s from Federal Premium and a pair of Wing Shooter Alpha Shield hearing protection that are valued at over $1,400 a pair. It's the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes brought to you by our friends at Banded and Federal Premium Ammunition from August 1st through October 31st. Again, go to shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness to be entered to win that $15,000 in prizes. I'm Chad Belding from the Foul Life TV and the Foul Life Podcast. Good luck to everybody. Smash burgers today at lunch. Took the American almond beef. I took goose and I took elk. Clint's butt burger from his elk. The only thing that I put a little bit of breadcrumbs in was the elk because it didn't, it didn't have the same amount Of pork fat grinding into it So then the other And then put the One egg in each of them Put them into my balls Put them on the Traeger Timberland XL Smoked them out for 10 minutes Then I got my Traeger Flat Rock going And then I did smash burgers Do you put 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 the onions in them? You, I, I do onions on the side, but my smash burgers I don't allow people to put anything on. If They do condiments. I get a really my feelings get hurt. But I got that Napa Valley olive oil down on that flat rock, and a little bit of butter. And the flavor combination of that olive oil and that butter is unbelievable. The Particelli family, Napa, California, the wine country, the vineyards. It's Napa Valley olive oil, still done old school. These guys are true old school italians their store check it out please when you're in the bay area of california if, if you're hunting with rocky merlot drive two hours to the south and to the west a little bit and check out the store at napa valley olive oil i'm taking you there next week mm-hmm. are you excited i am the but part know, family is going to cook us lunch right you, know you can order it online too it's definitely you can go online it's it delivered oil, right to your door and you can they'll deliver it. the parmesan cheeses the noodles this the salamis the mortadelle dude all, the lemon flavored olive oil, the, the garlic, the, flavored truffle, olive oil. the truffle, the truffle flavored. I got a, I got a stick of a salami and a truffle olive oil delivered right to
1: the house the other day. Did you really? Oh yeah. Did you dip the salami in the truffle olive oil? No. Really. The,
0: the truffle olive oil is kind of like a special thing, you know. Oh god, that salami is so good. So good. Napa Valley olive oil. Thank you for believing what we do. The Parcelli family hunts. We've cooked so many great dinners at Duck Camp with Stefano and Ray Ray and Jules and the entire. Part of Shelly family. They are great people. Dante, thank you all so much for what you do for us here. Guys, girls, visit them online. NapaValleyOliveOil.com and get some salami. Get some oil. Get some truffle. get some. The Parmesan cheese is the best in the world. The grated or the bricks. Get it. Napa Valley Olive Oil. Thank you very much.
1: But donuts in general. I don't love donuts. I ate one every day at the rodeo because you need the energy to work those long hours and shit, but I've not eaten one since
0: and I never would. I don't even eat breakfast. But I fast every day till noon. But people that say they don't like donuts, are for, d- donuts taste so good. A good bear claw, you get two at a time. Fried sh-
1: bread. Sh- right here. <laughs> Let me say two words that can't be bad. Yeah, fried, fried bread. bread, dude.
0: I used to take him two, at, two at a time. What did Tommy Boy say? I the, would take him two at a bear time. Bear claws, get them lodged right here. <laughs> right in here. What is your favorite kind so, of donut if you eat one? I love bear claws. Bear I'm clawing. not a cream guy. I'm not a frosting guy a lot of the times. I like the my buddy, Chris. His last name's Huber, H-U-B-E-R. He's in Sisseton, South Dakota. You can look this place up. Oh, my God. Now I just I just had the name of the place in it. Layla's Lose. Uh, Where is it at? Look I'm, up Sisseton.
1: I'm Googling for
0: you. I cannot believe this. S-I-S-S-E-T-O-N, South Dakota. Oh, my God. Rosie's. Look up and then put cafe and see what comes up. It's Rosie's rosalie's or rosie's is that a small town oh yeah
1: oh i don't know how you pronounce that but i think you're right Ro- Rosales? R- rosalie's r-o-s-a-l-i-e
0: yeah. yeah rosalie's so um it's a restaurant with awesome food oh
1: dude i'm looking at it
0: right now but does he have a picture of his donuts there
1: is it the stick things with like the sauce
0: oh those might be his french toast sticks i think that's but he does are, blueberry yeah. he does a blueberry donut there that'll blow your mind like literally ducks. I won't go to South Dakota to duck hunt anymore because you eat about thirteen of them a day. A baker's dozen. I like a baker's mm-hmm. dozen, but I you need a baker's dozen every morning duck hunt. He'd bring out fresh, you know, you know those pink donut boxes. Oh, He'd yeah. bring out three or four of them to every hunt. Uh, type in blueberry donut and see if it pops up. He doesn't. Have Rosalie's.
1: He's good. Oh, he's, it's Rosalie's Restaurant, Bakery, and Lounge.
0: Yeah, type in that and then type in blueberry donut and see if it comes up. I'm telling you, like his
1: his biscuits and gravy look good. Oh, dude,
0: everything in his cupcakes
1: look good. Carrot cake, uh huh. Big old steak, Chris. Lemon meringue pie. Look at that! That's like a turkey sandwich with gravy and mashed potatoes. This place looks good. Got a sloppy Joe, prime rib. He's got it all, dude. Pasta. I'm not running into the blueberry donut yet, but not to say it's not on here. It's not on there. Let's see if it's on the menu.
0: Coming soon.
1: His, uh, How do his you spell it? R-O-S-A-L-I-E apostrophe S.
0: Rosalie Sisseton Might Blueberry Donut. D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. How about you, Bubba? Fried ice cream? I'm seeing if it comes up. No, his don't come up. There's a lot of blueberry donuts out there, I'm not going to lie. But when you eat his, bro. It's like an old-fashioned on steroids. You know those old-fashioned donuts? Like, yeah, the, yeah. And yeah. he mixes it with this blueberry. Oh, dude. I talked to He texted me yesterday. He just started a gun shop and a thrift store in Sisseton, too. He's killing it.
1: In the same building, I hope. You go in there, get breakfast, buy a gun. It's
0: close. I mean, the whole town's close, but I don't think it's in the same building. No way, because Rosalie's was taking up everything. But he's a great dude. He does a lot of military breakfasts, VFW stuff, gives back to the community a lot. How and, small is that town? I have no idea. It's right off it's right off of Interstate 20, like right going through South Dakota on your way to Fargo, North Dakota. And uh no, that's not 20. That's Interstate 29. I'm sorry. That 29 corridor when you come down, that's like Fargo and then through South Dakota, and then you get down into Iowa, Missouri Valley, Iowa, then you get down into like Omaha, Nebraska area, and then you get right into northern Missouri that cuts off down into like Mound City. And then keeps going down into Kansas City, and that whole corridor is awesome duck hunting. Squaw You just start at, Squaw, just start at the top and work your way down. Yeah, and Squaw Creek, one of the biggest refuges, one of the most influential refuges in the country for waterfowl and snow geese in the springtime too, is right there in northern Missouri, hmm. on the twenty nine corridor. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, the blueberry donut at Rosalie's in Sisseton south dakota if you're traveling the i-29 corridor stop off there and get it eat breakfast there stay a night eat dinner he's a great dude great family great place so the guy steals the fuel n- needs to needs to have one of these professional slap fighters <laughs> when, <laughs> Knock his teeth when out. they go to book him all right he's doing <laughs> fingerprints and he this he has to look across. now stand over here <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome and just that, just to start this process, we know you haven't been proven guilty, but just for wasting our time, here's a. You gotta gonna, take one. We're gonna slap you one here. <laughs> you okay? gotta take one right we're now. Slap you one here. I bet a lot less people would commit crimes. Do you think they would? I think that if one person got their hand cut off or their finger cut off oh, for graffiti, shit would be a lot different, dude. Uh,
1: you just can't argue, and and well, a lot of people would argue that we're wrong, but I believe we're right. That there is no longer any fear. You you said something right when we started. What would happen if JP would have pulled up on this dude?
0: Yeah, he he would have he would have either gotten a fistfight and beat him up. He would have shot him. He would have done something bad that he would have gotten in trouble. He would for. have gotten trouble for yeah. yeah, and,
1: and that's, that guy and, would have been off. So this dude, what I saw of him, he's fresh out of prison. So you know, I, I guess it, it's one thing if you catch a guy doing something wrong and they're kind of, you know, uh, whatever a, a beta. But you you run into the wrong dude, and maybe you get your ass kicked, and maybe that dude's got a knife or a gun, and then you get even worse, right? So what can you do? And you know, by the time you call the cops, they aren't going to get there in time to catch them. And even if they do catch them, nothing happens to them. It's just a you, you get you. I said so. We did this big campaign. I I alluded to. I said it. We have to take our own communities back, and I'm not saying vigilante take our own communities back but in a way the will. cops are so busy there's not
0: enough there's not enough there's one, like what one out here in this whole valley yeah. if that
1: and and i also see the other side right like what if what if you were the what if you were the mother of a a, a, a person you know that lost their life and they were looking for the guy that killed your would, would you want all the cops looking for the guy that stole 60 bucks in gas no you want them trying to and that's the that's their argument too is Well, yeah, the guy stole some fuel, but we got guys that are kidnapping people and murdering people and all these other crazy crimes that we're trying to catch. So I get it. But I guess that's where I'm going is that we have to kind of help in our communities with things like that. You know, Joe at Brothers Barbecue, a guy a month ago jumps his fence, cuts the lock off his smoker and steals briskets that he's cooking for the next day. I'm going to go on a limb and say... He's, that, he stole them right off the smoker? Right off the smoker. On video. Well, you know that we caught a, a lady stealing a box of uncooked uh, pork ribs from the restaurant. 50 pounds of raw ribs. Again, I'm going to go on a limb and say she doesn't have the means to cook those. And she doesn't have a refrigeration. So she's just stealing food from the restaurant that's going to go to waste. This dude's stealing half-cooked briskets... You think he's got a Southern Pride smoker in his homeless camp that he's going to return that brisket to and get it fully done? No, or an No,
0: but I bet that he doesn't care. He's going to go and cut it up and probably put it on a little skillet on however he can get it heated, or he's going to eat it whatever way he can. Right. So you take a – how much does a brisket cost, you know? It well, depends. I mean, they're, they're, any, they're anywhere from – seven hundred dollars all the way down to 80 bucks sure. for for a pretty good one you know yeah. you can find him cheaper and smaller than that and then joe
1: cuts it up and sells it so his lost value is even more and it turns into like you said some some hot plate sandwich down on the river <laughs> you know it's just it's, <laughs> it, and, and and that guy's never going to get caught so then the guy comes back and does it again that's where i was going with that so joe puts the video out and says hey try and help us catch this guy not only did he steal the brisket he cut the lock he cut the gate you know, did a bunch of damage. Well, then the dude doesn't get caught and comes back and tries to do it again. Now Joe's got different locks on his smoker. So the guy can't get into the smoker to steal the brisket, but he still ruined the gate getting in, still broke some other stuff in the back and stole some other stuff, did $1,300 in damage. But he he's not going to get caught with by the cops. He's got, you know, the community has to look at this guy's photo and video and go, hey, I did see that guy. I do know that guy, and they got to get involved and try and help these businesses and and regular 100%. people, they have to get they have to stop
0: it. Yeah, and it's never. Go- I mean, it's so it's such a reach and such a a wish that you're just wishing in one hand and yeah. shitting in the yeah. other and seeing which one fills up first. It's you could talk on this podcast, tell you blue in the face about it is about what really truly is happening and what needs to happen, but we're at a we're at a time in our history that criminals have more rights. I mean, there's been felons that are being let out of prison right now. Just let them go back out. Illegal aliens. They come over here and do whatever they want. rape, pillage, whatever the frick they want. Just let them back out. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. The the views of some of these people, these Soros back businesses and these Soros back lobbyists, like to, to think like that, something is wrong with you. Well, and it's money has completely destroyed your intellect.
1: And it's because they go back to their big houses behind the gates and they don't have to see that stuff. So, we we knew this guy's vehicle, so this is sad. I, I, you know, I know where to go look in town for people like this, and I saw the underbelly of our city looking for this dude. And it's and I said this, I said so. We heard he was at a certain place, and I go, why? Why do we allow this? Is one of those one of those you know stay by night hotels? Why does our city allow that to be? It's right on Virginia. It's literally. I drove around it this morning, and I saw fifteen of the worst people you'd ever see in your life. I saw a dude mixing up his drugs right on the ground. I saw twenty-five broke down cars that are leaking oil and leaking fuel and leaking antifreeze, flat tires, you know. So we're environmentalists and we're the Green New Deal, but we're okay with all these people's cars pouring all their oil and stuff right on the ground. And that's a place in town that's open for business today, right now. Yeah. And and they we we celebrate that on our main drag of this city. But because it's not downtown, it's not midtown, it's a little bit further south, they'll let that operate. That blows my mind.
0: Blows my mind. Well, who lets it operate?
1: Are they getting inspected, you think? I doubt it. But our 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 elected officials, the people that we pay, our, our taxpayer dollars go for this, right? The huge potholes in the street are supposed to be fixed by all the money we spend. They say that, you know, they don't have enough police forces. Why do you keep collecting all our taxes? You know, you're te- they passed. Now on- you're getting into it. Now we're getting into it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, that, that you know, there's ways you're pissed to- about. It. Oh, you're more mad God.
0: than I've been on this podcast in a little bit. Well, because I just had to deal with it. You well, know, I firsthand. don't like it. I, I'm telling you, like if I get it going, I I travel so much and see so much good in places that have a community and care about what's going on it's unreal to know what's going on here oh. Dude, just wait till you drive back home tonight in that traffic oh you go to your mom and dad's from here huh yeah so you go southbound here on pyramid and climb that hill going out of this valley into Reno. it is a it's suicide i'm telling you it is so dangerous with that construction really? zone i can't believe they're allowing it i cannot believe it somebody's gonna get smoked and killed probably already have well, I guarantee there's been accidents. There's just I know there's been accidents, but I don't know if there's been any fatalities. Is it fatalities or fatalities?
1: What Mortal Kombat are you talking about?
0: Fatalities, 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 fatalities. fatalities yeah. game where... No, I don't play video games. <laughs> this was near a kid. I played dude. Donkey Kong, bro. You never played Mortal Kombat? Never heard of it. Seriously? I yeah. heard of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Do you ever play it? Yeah. Could you beat it? Can yeah. Beat well, I Mike? get the code. Get past glass, Joe. <laughs> uh bald bull bald bull uh sand the, the uh, sandman sandman who was the guy that did the uh
1: it was like a sumo kind of a Ge- character
0: oh i can't remember but remember tyson would come lunging at you and if you had the right boop 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 there's a code you could put in
1: well and you had to but if you wanted to beat him there was a code to get to him
0: get to him but then there was a thing that you had your certain moves you, you
1: had buttons. to do you couldn't swing at him yeah. for a long time you had to duck all his stuff
0: yeah like dude it was
1: awesome oh I would, so I would calm, play man. that game today if they had it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, on the old if, school Nintendo? I wonder Nintendo. if UFC's brought Mike Tyson back on any of their video games because he's such good friends with, Wyatt, with Dana, and he's always at the events. You'd think that they'd bring back a noon and – because with today's graphics, could you oh, imagine man. fighting Mike Tyson in today's graphics? He, he would come out in that freaking cutoff towel and those black boots Marciano style. Remember how he used to oh, come yeah. out before he went to prison? Oh, yeah. He was the meanest. There's, There's always a – discussion about this about the goat when it comes to heavyweight there's so many great fighters I mean if you go and look at Arturo Gaudi and Mickey Ward that trilogy amazing and then you got Hagler and Hearns and you got Sugar Ray and you got Roberto Duran and you got the heavyweight of Muhammad Ali and the heavyweight of George Foreman and Sonny Liston and then you go all the way back to Joe Lewis and you go back to Marciano that retired at 49 and 0 then you come in with Floyd Mayweather, that's fifty, and you know, and then he's done these celebrity fights. He's nobody's ever going to beat him. The guy's been bankrupt and built it back up to three hundred fifty million, mm. stuff like that. Um, I, I know I'm missing a lot of great fighters. There's so many good fighters. Joe Oscar Lewis. I did say he whipped <laughs> Joe Lewis his ass. I said Joe Lewis. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, today you got Tyson Fury, and you got you got. Uh, What's the big guy's name? Not Whittaker. Purnell Whitaker was badass. Oh James Tony, <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Pacquiao is a stud. Did um, you say Holyfield? Holyfield. Deander was pretty good. I just, I loved Holyfield and he was a warrior, but when he fought Tyson, that wasn't the Mike Tyson. No. That no, wasn't no, no. Mike Tyson. Lennox Lewis, if he fought Tyson when Tyson was Tyson, it ain't happening, dude. He's going down oh in, the, in the first two rounds.
1: Who was that other dude that Tyson battled with? Uh, what like late in his career? Late in his career, Mc- uh,
0: McNeely was the white guy. Oh
1: my god, he crushed that dude.
0: Um, but it was Lennox. Was it L- Spinks? No, that was early. He knocked him out in ninety-one seconds through the right. ropes. Through the ropes. Remember how scared Spinks was at the face-off? Oh my god! Tyson's eyes are going like this, back and forth, and Spinks just keeps trying to avoid him, and Tyson's just following with his eyes. Oh dude! And he, and he was undefeated at the time. Michael Spinks was undefeated. Yeah, he, was good. he was a title holder. Tyson see- was the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world at 20 years old, three belts 20 years old, I don't and he, I mean he was beating up grown ass 35-year-old men like Bone Crusher Smith, Tony Tucker, guys with lots of fights under their belt. Yeah, lots too. of experience too. I just don't think that that version of Tyson from like 85 through the rape and the in the imprisonment and all that. I don't th- or maybe even okay, that's a, okay. Just through the Buster Douglas, I mean through the Buster Douglas fight. In, in tokyo and tyson didn't have a cut man and he kevin rooney had been fired and Customato had been passed away and his and, and his management and don king were screwing his brains out um and, but again he still went out and got hammered drunk on sockey I think the night before and took this Buster Douglas who ended up being a nothing he, he ended up beating Mike Tyson and ending one of the most special boxing careers of all time but wasn't it a faulty count too there was a faulty count of like 14 seconds yeah. I believe in the eighth round by the referee yeah and they talked about it there was it was a it was a Richard Steele I believe was the referee and he apologized I believe in the press conference. If I look if you look at the history of that, I believe he did. But my point is that Tyson in his prime beats any heavyweight that I've ever seen in the ring. Including Tyson Fury, he was a badass. Yeah. But I just think that guy, dude, he was so unorthodox. He was he he just was he'd get inside you and we'd liver punch you, and then that when you would bend over on that liver punch, that right uppercut comes and your next broke.
1: And it, dude, he's so he's so compact yeah, when he, was he fights. A, he was a nuts. tank. Have you I know you don't scroll. There's a great video of him going around right now where he's tr- he's training with Rooney. No, he's coaching a kid. Oh, no I haven't seen it's, any. It's it's new. So he's coaching a kid, right? And you got the you got the guy with the pads, you know, taking punches from the young the young guy that Mike Tyson's training. Well, Mike says, "Hey, you got to, you know, you got to dip down and Mike steps in front of the dude with the pads and you see the guy's eyes because he thinks Mike Tyson's about to hit him, dude. And Mike makes like a motion, but he doesn't throw a punch. But you can see that the dude is still to this day
0: does not want to take a padded punch from Mike Tyson, dude. See, isn't that cool, though? Like, you you are finding footage like that. Like, I, I have to go watch Mike Tyson's greatest hits and old videos of that are on VHS tapes to see his old training days with Rooney, right? If I was more of a scroller, like maybe i should follow a page yeah that like updates me daily where it's in your feed where it's like a like one mike tyson video a day i could
1: send them to you too there's a great one it's old you know what it is but when when the guy yells, put him in a straight jacket and Mike Tyson turns around and says, Put your mother in a straight <laughs> yeah, jacket and just <laughs> dude. He fillets that dude. <laughs> is that so in a press
0: conference? Yes. Yeah. Right uh, on stage. Then he started saying some Oh, real he bad said some stuff. very bad stuff. Yeah. It is about a kid. Like, it's he, hilarious. He was dude. off his rock on that. If there's one video you find that's out there, and I don't know if it is, there's a video that I have here somewhere on it's it's on VHS. And it's old Kevin Rooney training with Mike Tyson in the gym. And he's doing all, he's teaching him how to go back and, you know, do the bounce and the hops and all of that. And Tyson, it shows Tyson doing all this shit in the ring. It shows him doing sit ups, shows him doing jump ropes. I mean, it was, his training was unreal. He was a, that dude was custom autoing what Kevin Rooney did. And Teddy Atlas before that, you know, he got fired. Remember he put the gun to, t- to Tyson's head because it was said that Tyson tried to do something to his daughter? Hmm. And now Teddy Atlas is the famous announcer. Yeah. Great commentary, but there's a story goes that he hunted down Tyson one night in New York or Brooklyn or somewhere. Well, Brooklyn is New York, but, and put a gun like a 44 or a 45 to his head. Said, you ever F with my daughter again, I'm blowing your head brains out. Wow. And then either Don King or custom or somebody finds out and fires Teddy Atlas. And that's how Kevin Rooney gets hired. I believe that's the story. If I remember right, I've, I've read it and watched his, his, have you ever watched his Broadway deal? His story. Oh dude. Tyson. He is so you think about a guy that was that famous starting in 85 on the cover. Remember kid dynamite on the cover. Mm -hmm. I got it. I got, I still have the sports illustrated. Um, I don't know out of every UFC fighter, every boxer, when he goes into a room, he's the most famous guy in the room. Oh yeah there was a fight where him and Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield got announced before the fight, the contenders came in and the whole arena erupts when Tyson walked in the other, the other two, they're like, eh. yeah, because they didn't have it. They didn't have that charisma. Oh. I mean, if, if Holyfield fought in Atlanta or Lennox Lewis was fighting over in Britain and I'm not taking anything away from their talent because they both beat the live and piss out of me. I'm just simply being a commentator of, or an opinion giver I don't think anybody compares to Mike Tyson in the heavyweight division in all time, no. except Muhammad Ali, who's a bad son of a bitch. George Foreman was a bad son of a bitch, but there's just something about Mike Tyson and what he was doing to those guys when he was 20 or 21 and 0, and an undisputed champion of the world. And you,
1: you, you the, Tyson was asked on a talk show, you know, would you have beat Mike uh, Muhammad Ali if you guys fought in your same? Mom you catches clay. Does right. Calls him <laughs> catch mom him calls him? Call him? Yes. And uh Tyson, you know, very humbly said, "No, he he you know, he would beat me. He's the greatest." I think with how unorthodox Mike Tyson was when he fought, dude, if he if he fought Muhammad Ali, and his, he would've, he would have would have crushed him, dude.
0: Well, he's going to win in the power department. He's going to win in the speed department. Uh, he's going to win in the in the in the quickness department. The speed of all these hands were good, <clears throat> but Tyson never had a problem getting inside mm-hmm. taller men. <laughs> that didn't sound good. <laughs> What are we talking about now? <laughs> he only did a couple years in prison. <laughs> he didn't he didn't have a hard time getting inside, you know? He could get inside like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. reach is everything in boxing. Well, Muhammad Ali had a huge wingspan. He had a a long reach. He'd outreach Mike Tyson no problem, but Tyson found an unorthodox approach to get inside and get those body shots. I mean, just he was hitting the body and the liver so hard, he's making people throw up in the right. ring piss blood and you couldn't hit
1: him while he was that close to you either no, you know what i mean he was so you're just he trying. was so compact and in there and
0: when you're getting compact he's just coming up bam and hitting you with that uppercut yeah i just don't now look i'm not i'm not you know Scott chalene pat chalene mike chalene could come in here and and talk boxing way better i mean, my brother Clint could come in here and talk i know a little bit about boxing there's guys obviously out there. You take Max Kellerman or whatever his name is. Max, he just got fired from ESPN. You see all them layoffs and firings they just had. Jalen Rose, this Max world's K- going down. Yeah, well, I think Disney stock and firing a bunch of people. Um, but I, I just, I'm not as ver- well versed in boxing as a lot of people. I'm just being very opinionated of just watching fights. What he did to the heavyweight division, you wouldn't miss a pay per view when he came on.
1: No. I remember going over to friends' houses even back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I They'd didn't announce watch. it. They'd oh, announce yeah. it
0: during like special events. Hey, just so everybody knows, Mike Tyson, I mean, if you weren't there in the first two rounds, your pay per view dollars gone. If you if you are, are cooking outside you better have the traeger app in 1985 right where you could put it on your phone
1: no all you could do is have the sliding door open to be looking in the tv yeah. room and hope you catch yeah. a glimpse shit
0: of it. i missed it and you there was no like rewind back then oh no
1: it was uh, when it was no didn't they used to replay like at midnight you could watch it again for
0: free or something maybe i was such a super fan of mike ty i still am like i tell everybody to this day like I don't care about the personal life. Like I don't like you look into somebody's psyche and their upbringing and what and how they were raised and who they became. I think he's transitioned into a good man. I don't believe he raped that girl. I'm just saying from my opinion. Look at it. Look at how it happens nowadays. I don't believe that that happened. Um, I think that 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 sucked what happened to him big time, obviously. But he's one man, Alex Crosby, that I would love not only meet but to have on this podcast because oh i God. could talk some smack with him
1: i saw him at a at the getting off a plane in vegas and i just was i've seen a lot of famous people and so but man i was just in awe. i didn't
0: go say he hi was flying him. commercial can you imagine mike tyson had to fly commercial with with a bodyguard
1: no i mean that's what's so weird to me is like he had he he was himself and then he had a dude that was a foot taller than him and a foot wider than him that i assume was his bodyguard i guess cause they could have just been friends but it's like mike tyson don't need no bodyguard dude but uh i was just like in awe and i should have said i should have at least said hi but heck yeah know. mike it, it happened so fast and i was so like starstruck
0: it's crazy. He is. he's one guy that i would be like oh wow like i'm i don't know i'm a i cried the night he lost it to buster douglas that night, I was just like... Dude, it was hard our- to
1: watch him spin, spin out of control, for sure.
0: Our hero's done. Our hero's done. Like, that's the way I felt. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was just looking around on these barrels. Like, doesn't that make you thirsty when you look over and see? <laughs> look at the Jack Daniels single barrel bottles and the barrels. Those are actual barrels that all of that whiskey came out of. Hey, we're back in Nashville. Oh, man, I wish. (laughs) I wish I was at the Nashville Palace right now in the big room or the little room up front. I just wish I was walking down the hallways to the restroom and looking at all the pictures. Randy Travis got his start here. He was a busboy at the Nashville Palace. John C. Hobbs started the Palace many decades ago. And look where it is today. The strongest, strongest positioning in Music Valley. It's right there in the heart of Music Valley. And so many country music stars have graced their stage and continue to grace their stage from the Daryl Singletary Singletary benefit to the Keith Whitley benefit. I saw Lori Morgan on stage this year with Daryl Worley. Saw Hannah Dasher up there. I've seen John Party up there and Leith Lothan and Drake White. Adam Hood and Brent Cobb. Hayes Carl. I've seen so many unbelievable singer-songwriters in the Nashville Palace. Not to mention their food, their menu. Their generosity, giving back to the outdoors, conservation, their dedication to excellence, their neighboring partner in the scoreboard. It's such a great experience. So when you're in Nashville, it's not just about Broadway and Lower Broadway and Bridgestone Arena. Those places are unbelievable. That's undeniable. I love being on Lower Broadway. And by when you're down there, you can visit other. Hobbs properties like bootleggers, Doc Holidays, Whiskey Bent. We throw our annual NWTF party every February at the Whiskey Bent upstairs. Invite only. I hope you all make that invite list. But thank you so much to the Nashville Palace for being a staple and giving back to Music City USA by. All of the up and coming artists that you allow to grace your front room stage, your back room stage, all the benefits and memorials that you throw. We couldn't be more honored to be partnered with the Nashville Palace. So next time you're in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, make sure you stop in and visit the Nashville Palace.
1: Isn't that neat? It is cool. You got too many of them. You need to let one go.
0: What do you need? A barrel? I might. Or a bottle? Barrel. You wouldn't use a barrel. You don't even dude. I'd have to come to your house first. I'd have to unload. You let me go to piss in your house after the Giants game a month ago. You said, don't go past that door right there. That's not true. Don't go past that that door right there.
1: Jillian made you a burrito at my kitchen counter. A few. Well, I guess it's been a few months now. Years. Years. How long did (laughs) then? It was was last year at the DU
0: or something, wasn't it? Yeah. That was pre-COVID. No. God, no. Well, what year did we go to DU last? Last year? No, I did not go to Reno Not, D not D. Wasn't it the California one? I can't remember. The last big one we went to that we went to your house was with Bill Fisher. We met at your house before we went to the El Dorado to, to Biscuits dinner. At, at.
1: Oh, maybe that's what it was.
0: So yeah, last that was year. pre-COVID. No, couldn't have been. I didn't go last year. It might have been 21. Cause 20 yeah, maybe was 21. Did they have it in 21? Yeah. Because wasn't 21 still things shut down? i think they had it though was it 21 maybe it was i don't know time
1: flies when you're ducking covid there
0: it that it it flies when you're having fun i feel like we're having too much fun so you're not interested in coming back to work here on the air i don't know on this life ain't for everybody you're not interested see how see how this other thing i I let it I, i waited till the end to you're going to let something out of the bag. You're going to give us a hint of what of what you're going to work. At.
1: I don't think I. I actually don't think I should. It's not give like give me a hint
0: and let me guess. Uh,
1: it's construction
0: related. I'd get. I'd start a portable toilet company with you. That's a hell of a hell of a market there's so much competition now but there's so much building i really and you got all that catering and all that special event it uh know how dude I, intel i i am friends with repeat who owns Sandy hut i know and that's tough because the cutler family's awesome and but like, but they're also overwhelmed <coughs> and that's when well you got quickspace you got united well, there used to be one in carson when i when we sold they were our, brown when we sold our toilet company there was a new one in carson they were brown. Called something, John. Uh, yeah. What were they called? I don't remember.
1: I think they're still around. Remember, they were brown them.
0: brown toilets with like a oval shape. I want QuickSpace quick bought them out. I see more QuickSpace than anybody now. I, I see more. I mean, I see more. Is United still here? I, I see so. more Sandy Hut than United here now.
1: I see a lot of Sandy. Hutt Uniteds who bought us out. The group that I see around.
0: I I, I know there's a market for
1: it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you on the air. I'll tell you off the air.
0: Off the air? That's not fun. Um, Okay, wait. um, Is it erosion control, stormwater pollution prevention? Is it concrete washouts? Is it temporary fencing?
1: No, but that's a good one, too.
0: Oh, these are all good. I'll, I'll give you good ideas until I'm blue in the face. That's all. Those It's not are equipment all rental because that's going to be a huge upfront cost. No. All of these are really. I know. Toilet, toilets. Are How great. many toilets do you think you'd have to have to make money? You'd have to at least start with five hundred. Oh my
1: god! We started with
0: a hundred and built it up to twenty-two hundred. What? What's back
1: in your day? What was the toilet rental cost?
0: eighty five to ninety-five for a regular with once a week service per week. And then if you had a VIP trailer or a, a tow behind, was about a buck forty. Per week. week, we're talking. Yeah, and you get once a week. You know where? They're no, ki- that's wrong. That's a month. One month. One month, and you get once a week service. You know where they're killing it? Where all this COVID bullshit? Still.
1: Oh what regulations and stuff? No, they they the government is renting all that stuff from those guys. If you go to the rodeo grounds where we were for the rodeo, where they had the vaccine place. All that stuff's still there, but no one uses it, but they're still paying the rental fees for it. Really? All the light towers. I laughed at this. So this is our tax money. They had seven or eight light towers. I don't know what they cost, but they're the same type of thing, 150 bucks a month There's or whatever. Uh, th- the place was never open at night, so they had them for no reason. They're all still sitting there being rented. They're rental units. Toilets, barricades, all that stuff still being rented and sitting there not being used one bit haven't been used in probably over a year but they have to spend that covid money or they lose it so they just keep renting them
0: well if you if you understood the regulations of special events road work construction sites government government stuff like that if you really did a deep dive into it and you said all right i'm i want to do a a construction site service or a site service company with your intel that you have with your local connections here um but again you got to look at it like it's a lot of work obviously to go into all of these outlets and, and make contacts whether it's estimators or project managers or construction managers or the, the people like burning man you got to go down to san francisco and meet with the, the the office down there to try to get that contract which is huge money oh yeah um a lot of work but big time profit tough on the equipment too big time profit cause there profit in that event but you got so many special events around here then you got tall if you hustle and you rent them out you commit there is so much money with the regulations that go into that that go into that stuff and those companies are lucrative man why do you think the cutler's been in it so long you know in california you have to have a wash a uh, hand wash that goes with all of them now a lot of times in nevada
1: you do for special but i hands. mean i'm even talking like the toe behinds like construction ones have to have a hand washer now with them really it's always been a hand sanitizer now it's yeah like in uh i saw some They landscapes. actually have to have a sink yeah so now they're making a toe behind that's got both no way mm-hmm. how crazy is that and I don't know if that's COVID or just how it changed. Well, you know in California, you can't put food garbage in the garbage anymore? So now they have three three bins. You in got California, your, you can't? You got your recycle no, you bin. Can't. You
0: can't put in recycling here.
1: You got garbage, and you have food now. Can you imagine how bad that food one stinks the day before it's got to get picked up?
0: Um, I got two citations here, two warning citations. Third one, they're going to bounce me because— yeah. I don't know who, like maybe in this office, somebody carried out a bag and threw it in the recycling one on accident, and then they're like, uh, "Hey, boss, the uh, the blue lid has um, ribs in it." You know that's why I was getting reported by the people. I mean, who else is going to catch you? Right. Unless they're cycling because they, they can't do it when they get it back there. No, There's they. Too much. It's got a there.
1: camera on it. The driver. The it's driver turns you in. Yeah. He. I got it too, and I got it, and it wasn't even my trash can. It was the neighbor. Here's the funny thing about it. So. They they take a picture of uh, it was a bag of like Alpo dog food, like a 60 pound bag of dog food. Right. And they sent me a warning thing just like you got. And I said not, I called. I said, That's not my house. She said, you know, well, you know, that's what the driver said. I said, I have a 20 pound French bulldog that does not eat Alpo dog food and 60 pounds would last him his whole life. I said, that that's my neighbor's house. I, I said, the picture's taken before they're even at where my garbage can is. And she said, well, it's just a warning anyway. I said, yeah, but right here it says two more warnings and you you lose your recycle can. So I don't want it. You need to give it to the person it belongs to, not me. I don't want it? Guarant- and I guarantee they didn't do it. But that's a whole other podcast. The uh, of laziness
0: bitching. of the new generation coming up. You're starting to bitch again. You're they, getting mad. You're getting cranky. You're getting old. I am. So, you're not going to tell us on air what you're going to do for your new living. You're not no. interested in working here. Maybe part time commission deal? Mm-hmm. Doing sales? I don't know if you could sell anymore. You're too angry. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> hey, this is Frank hey. Rizzo, R I Z Z O. Yeah, Papa Winnie. You're buying the mind. ultimate <laughs> packs or you're going to off? <laughs> I think that's how it works nowadays. He's, he's, Am I funny? Do I make you laugh? Am I a clown, dude? If you want to make, if you want to laugh from old school comedy, just go put on the Jerky Boys. Oh my God, I, I watched them the other day. Oh, God. They're so good. That first one that came out, and I think it was called Greatest Hits because they just put them all onto one deal. They got arrested or something for messing with the White House or some political deal. But anyway, that first one when they're. Oh my God! When it's Sal Rosenberg and he's like, "Should I bring all my shoes and glasses mm-hmm. with me?" When he's talking to the automat with the roof skit, yeah. Oh my God! My wife's dude.
1: up there poking around. I got to oh, fire her ass off the roof. Oh, yeah. She's
0: up there at the hot mops, <laughs> slapping each other with the hot mops. <laughs> <laughs> dude, when he calls that dude for the driving job, yeah, I work for Mayfly. I pop wheelies in the mother. <laughs> uh,
1: oh there is God, no nothing doing. like that anymore, dude. You know, Johnny um, Knoxville's got a new show coming out called The Prank. Is that what he's a judge? Yeah, prank panel or something, but it's yeah, all it,
0: fake. It's all fake. The Jerky I, Boys was real, I dude. I think that Sal and and Richard Christie did a, some good. They did some good. Oh, yeah, prank yeah. calls on Stern. Yeah, they really did. It's I, all I, fake now. Though I even like the one guy that was uh, Roy D Mercer. This is Roy D Mercer. How big a boy are you anyway? Do you remember him? <laughs> oh my the god, the country boy. Yes. I'm How six. I'm five foot six, but I'm a wiry son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I bought a rooster. (laughs) Remember, dude. uh, His was all country shit.
1: What was that radio station they always used to call? It was like a. It was like the class. Uh, like the swap or something classes you could tell it's like oh, a that small was, that town was swap shop on swap Twitter. shop the swap oh, shop yeah, they
0: get that guy every time oh my in kansas. god dude! A little country town in kansas guy i mean the guy's sitting there excited to get one call and they're just hammering him hammer and then the he falls for it over and over, over and over dude oh yeah they're good dude i'm telling you they but they do the other good one was the jack and rod show when they'd bring the special guest on and they'd they would think they're going to meet a celebrity on it and then it would be like howard's voice like oh yeah. they recorded during the episode they, uh, bit the cuts i of or whatever howard stern but i'm I'm not going to support him anymore he just changed and the thing that the thing that he said about vaccinations and people that didn't get the vaccine i mean he just he just ousted his audience i'm just like you know what howard we support you for years and that's not supporting anymore is not going to hurt you because you're 70 now and you've made all your millions he just signed other deal yeah did he just sign a new one
1: yeah he just did it like a three-year extension i think for like 55 million or something crazy like that it's not ronnie retired i know i don't listen to him much anymore. ronnie but- moved to vegas didn't he yeah i pop in there. that's happening right when i was quitting him i you know from time to time i i want the old howard back and the nostalgia gets me but i always say as soon as he starts talking politics i just turn it off he is uh, one day he's going to come out and say he was wrong a lot of people are about that shit
0: dude he's got to i mean Piers morgan howard gene simmons even they had Arnold saying something. I'm like, Arnold didn't say that, did he? Arnold was a Republican governor of California. Like, did, like they were all like, you guys are demons walking amongst us. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. huh? well, oh, yeah." look
1: there, at it. There's a great clip, you don't see it because you don't scroll, that is all of them compiled together, all the shit they said. You know, these unvaccinated people, they should be, you know, locked up and, you know, you no more freedoms for you and all this just
0: crazy stuff, dude. But people were... Hey man, pe- people what, didn't
1: know what they were doing back in the day.
0: Okay, so Ted Nugent posted. My boy Ted, I love Ted Nugent. He just posted quotes. I, it's going to take me a second to find them, but let's just read these quotes to end this episode because, you know, we we refused to get the vaccination. I I, I didn't go to Canada because of this for a few years. Um, Clint was forced to get it. Remember this? It says never let them forget. Yep. Have you seen it? No. Gene Simmons, the founder of Kiss you're willing to walk amongst us unvaccinated you are the enemy Mm. okay here is um don lemon don't have the vaccine can't go to the supermarket can't go to the ball game can't go to work no shirt no shoes no service Mm. oh really guy here's our buddy jimmy kimmel what an ass oh my god who gets an I? are you listening to this who gets an intensive care bed vaccinated person come right in unvaccinated person Who gobbled horse goo? Rest Mm. in peace, Wheezy. See, wow. Here's this one. Love the idea of COVID vaccine vaccine passports for everywhere. Rights. Oh, wait, no, that's not an R. That's a flight. It looks like an R, but flights, clubs, gyms, shops. It's time COVID denying anti-vaxxer loonies had their bullshit bluff called. Oh, my God. This is a guy for me. I mean, this is a guy that why are we even listening to this ass buggy? They say Schwarzenegger said, screw your freedom. I'd have to look that one up because there's not a, that's the only quote. So it'd have to be, you'd have to see what was said what the before and after. And yeah, was, in the context. Yeah. Howard Stern, when are we going to stop putting up with idiots in this country and just say it's mandatory to get vaccinated? F them. F their freedom, yeah. Howard Stern. And now look, now nobody even cares. Nope. When's the last time you saw old Mr. John Legend playing the piano and go, get the, get the vac? I mean, it's like, it's done. Like they were going to fight, they were firing military personnel for this shit. Hey. people were losing their pensions and their retirement and their iras i mean it's ridiculous and then you <clears throat> these people should have to come out with fauci just like budweiser should bud light should have to come out with a foul with a with a public apology for what they did that's yep. the only way they're ever going to redeem themselves
1: and they yeah they're they're just digging their hole even deeper oh yeah uh given what we spoke about and you know i've got here comes his announcement no 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 no, no, i've got an you know my algorithm is thrown off with employment things and uh so i got a i got a job listing from a company here in town still requiring the covid vaccine if you can believe that really you if you want to apply for this job very liberal company uh you must show proof of vaccination if you can believe that still to this day apply for it no
0: let's just go for an interview Oh, forgot the proof.
1: They wouldn't even let forgot you the in proof, the door. proof, let me yeah. tell you
0: why. Mm. Let me tell you why I didn't bring it, guy, huh? Let me, let me show uh, you something. Let me show you something. All right, breaking it down. We really broke it down. We got some cool, here's some topics that I want to go over on some upcoming episodes. <clears throat> Bear with me. Showering. I've been accused lately of showering too quick. I get in, get the job done. So I was wondering, like, should we go over how we shower? Like, how do you soap up? How do you take care of your pits, your undercarriage, ball sack, wiener, feet? Like, do we even, do you like bring a foot scrubber in there and do you like get after them and do in between the toes? How do you do your back, your head? Um, I said butthole and butt crack and undercarriage, Um, ears. Okay, beard. You got to get all that stuff out of the beard, whether it's sweat or food or saliva, whatever. I just they're I, saying you're too quick. Yeah, like because I get in there and I get like I got a whole deal where I get. You know, I have so. the exact same routine every time. Yeah, I shower. And then, like I was taught as a young man. We're going to talk about this on a future episode. Like I'd hear the, and that was dad saying that's enough water. We were on a well.
1: Well, you're like me. Three, two other brothers. Three of you. Yeah. You can't. You can't all shower for. 20 so is that minutes. okay if
0: we talk about that? Oh yeah. Um, girlfriends dating in the world like you are and i have a girlfriend anna you're with julian do you ever think about exes um how much do you ever look them up because you have this social media deal do you look them up on there and see what they're doing and you're going to come clean on some of this do you remember every name of your serious girlfriends first and last have you do you remember every name of every girl you've ever hooked up with like these are things like like i think about you know when i'm sitting there um you want to talk about all this stuff on air well yeah i mean why wouldn't we got to be honest with stuff um college do you regret going to college? Do you love college? Do you love the idea of it? Would you force your kids to go to college degrees? Are you using them? Are we using our degrees? What did college teach us? Would we go back and do it again? Would we go back now and take on another, like with your new life and selling your company, would you go back and get another degree? Would you go get a doctorate, a PhD, a master's degree? Um, Did you love tailgating and going to football events? Why don't you do that much anymore? Or why do you still do that when you're in your 40s? Did you love college parties, um, and the college bar scene. So that's, that's a couple topics right there. You're going to incriminate me several
1: yes. times over with traveling.
0: That I want to touch on traveling a little bit more because I don't think that you do enough of it. Um, lately I don't, um, we did go to San Francisco, but traveling is so amazing. And I feel bad for people that don't get to do much of it. But again, some people don't want to deal with the hassle of it. So I want to talk about, uh, you know, whether it's TSA pre-check and whether it's security and airports and, and, and how you kind of say, all right, well, I don't want to deal with any of that. But if you just take the amount of hours from driving to the airport to checking in to getting on the plane to flying to landing to go to baggage claim, getting your luggage, getting in an Uber, getting to your hotel, it's unbelievable how fast you can be in New York as opposed to getting in a truck and driving from here. So I want to talk about that kind of stuff. I want to talk about um, goals in life. Are you are – you, settling now as a man are you and i'm talking not just to you personally but i'm talking to everybody out there are you settling now as a woman a man or do you feel like you've reached your goals do you set short-term goals mid-term goals and long-term goals still at this point in your life do you write them down do you have a spiral notebook and write down your daily to-do list how do you keep track of what you want your accomplishments to be are you a goal orientated person um iconic restaurants around here i want to talk about um restaurants that we've been to in the world because there's this big push in in, in culinary the last decade with tv and guy fieri and and gordon ramsey and all these guys i went to a big restaurant of that that salt bay guy that like really like laughed himself out of the the community in the world i saw on um my buddy Jim Hodges in New York, because we went to his restaurant, told me that the stuff that he pulled at the World Cup soccer deal or something, it, ruined he's, like, he's like ruined himself. But I went to one of his restaurants and I wasn't that impressed. Was so it like, busy? It was not that busy. And it was in New York City, dude, in Manhattan. So iconic restaurants. I want to see how critical you are personally. Cause I've become, when I go to a steakhouse now, I'm almost like this steak's not that good because I think that we've learned around here how to master steaks. Okay. So I want to talk about restaurants, the restaurant business, the bar business. You've, you've been made mention, and you've been quoted on here of saying you wouldn't advise anybody to get into it, but I kind of have this, this desire Crosby to have a food truck. I just see me doing food truck Friday once in a while, but I gotta have a place to park it. I gotta have a place. I gotta. Well, I have other people run it, but I want to be down there. You ever seen the movie The Chef? I wanted that uh, that movie with John Favreau when he goes when he quits the five star French restaurant. Have you been watching The
1: Bear? No, it's a good show. Watch it.
0: And then um, I want to talk about. I was thinking about my daughter, and I want to talk about high school a little bit about how. Important it is, and how unimportant it is in the big scheme of things in life. Of like when you're, I was at my nephew's Caden's graduation two weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, these kids are." they're going to a party tonight. They get to enroll in college. It's so fun, but they just, you know, they're they were talking about their memories of the last four years. So it started spawning me like spawning these thoughts of like, how important was high school to you? Others out there, do you think about it? And then do you what do you remember do you remember things like looking forward to graduation or the sports and friday night lights or going to basketball games and having your girlfriend wearing your letterman's jacket and she's sitting in between your legs because you didn't make the team something like that <laughs> who were your friends what were the clicks were there the mods were there the stoners were there the athletes and the jocks and the cocky kids the popular kids the nerds the study hall division nerds um, Places we hung out like when Bullies first opened, Shakey's Pizza on Keystone uh, Friday. I talked about Friday uh, sports and Friday Night Lights. What, were did you have rivalries? Did you fight with other schools? We got in some fights, actual physical fist fights oh, yeah, big with one, athletes on at other high. schools. Parties in high school were they safe? No. Were your parents worried? Should were, are you gonna let your kids? where you're not having kids. You might adopt someday, but I don't want my daughter going to a pit, a a a, a big bonfire, dude. I'm worried about you it. You know what they do now? They don't even do that
1: they rent airbnbs dude and they throw huge parties at these airbnbs
0: and like that movie x project x or whatever yeah dude can you believe that and then you got um i want to talk about back how important the local newspaper was when we were kids mm. and you go get those box scores and cut them out and look for your name belding three for three home run off of crosby home run off of Yeski, home run off of <laughs> josh biscuit. willems and tony enard and biscuit um i want to We don't even have that anymore. Like, I don't, I want to, I don't, and then to end it, I want to talk about, oh God, what was my main part of the high school thing? Gosh, dang it. I hate when I do this. I talk so fast and so much. I get caught in mouth. I'm dehydrated. Um, Oh, that's what it was. Do you, do you think about high school often? Was it a big deal? Do you ever go back and look at your yearbooks? And more importantly, with another one of our class reunions coming up this year from my graduating class that ended with the three, 2003, um... Do you go to class reunions? Are they worth going to? Who gives a shit.com? You stay in touch with the people do you, you want to try stay and say with? you graduated in 2003. <laughs> That's what I said. 2003. <laughs> um, so do you stay in touch with your classmates from high school or are you friends with the ones or is it good to go back and say, hey, hey, sold my ice cream company. Got a nine. I got a nine foot beard hanging here. I got a ball head. This is, how, head. Like, this, you know, like, is it good to go to these? Why do people go? They want to catch up. Like, is it? Am I missing something? I've never been to a class reunion. So, am I missing something? Should I go? Maybe we'll have Wade in on that episode because Wade goes to all of them, you know, Big Bear, Fuzzy Bear, Wade. Hope you're doing well, Wade Platts. So, I heard you had the flu. Heard that through the grapevine. Hope you're feeling better. This has been Breaking It Down with Chad and Alex. We got some good topics coming up. Do any of those sound good? You want to talk about all your undercarriage? I
1: can touch on all that stuff.
0: Well, I'll keep writing some down. The, I did write that down. Look, slap fights. That I don't was know if we're going to go over all my past. Uh, girlfriend oh Oh, oh, yeah we are julian you're welcome chad belding alex crosby breaking it down thank you jack daniels tennessee sour mash whiskey always enjoy it responsibly never ever allow underage drinking thank you To the iconic Jack Daniels, the old number seven, the Gentleman Jack, the single barrel, the rye, the flavors like Tennessee Fire, Tennessee Honey, and Tennessee Apple, the Bonded, the Triple Mash, the Sinatra, the Gold 27, you name it, they got it, they just came out with the second batch of 10-year, they just came out with the first batch of 12-year, get some Jack Daniels in a glass, on the rocks, neat, with the Diet Coke, however you like it, Coke Zero, regular Coca-Cola classic, just enjoy it, like my man Kevin, the barrel man, Sandra says, The number one mixer for Jack Daniels is company and conversation. Thank you for supporting us, Jack Daniels. Thank you for supporting the partners that sponsor our podcast here at This Life Ain't For Every. But don't forget to check out brand new episodes of our sister podcast, V's American Wing Shooting, Where the Payment Ends, Jennifer Swenson and Brittany Ledoux on 40 Years to Freedom, the Foul Life podcast. And thank you for listening to another episode of Breaking It Down right here At This Life Ain't For Everybody Check out this song Brant Cobb The morning's gonna come